creeping middle age spread. You know what I mean. It's the weight that just seems to keep adding on little by little and it's starting to add up. And when I say middle age, I really mean this is something that starts in your 30s and goes on in your 40s and 50s and all the way through menopause and beyond. Welcome to Boss Body, the podcast where successful women learn how to lose weight and get healthy in a way they can live forever. If you're successful in so many areas of your life, but can't seem to give yourself the same care and compassion you show everyone else, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Sarah Haas, women's weight loss and body love coach, and I'm here to help you create the light, joyful, energetic life you deserve. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Sarah Haas, and you are listening to the Boss Body Podcast. I want to thank you so much for being here. Today's topic is one that I have been hearing a whole lot about over the past several years, and I just turned 50 this year, so it's definitely something that I have been dealing with as well. And that is that creeping middle age spread. You know what I mean. It's the weight that just seems to keep adding on little by little and it's starting to add up. And when I say middle age, I really mean this is something that starts in your 30s and goes on in your 40s and 50s and all the way through menopause and beyond. So I thought today I would address some of the reasons that this is happening and what you can do about it. The fact is the average woman gains one to two pounds per year between the ages of 40 and 59. So that can really add up. That is anywhere between 20 and 40 pounds. And unfortunately, more than two thirds of women over 40 are classified as overweight or obese. And there are a lot of reasons for this. And I'm going to dive right in. So as many of you have experienced, when you get around into your 30s and 40s, you go through a lot of life changes. First of all, many of you have started a family around that time. And you may have gained a little weight oh, throughout your pregnancy. And then after the pregnancy, you have a infant and then a toddler to keep up with. And it's a whole lot harder to do your own self-care and to find time to cook healthy foods and to get to the gym. And then as your child gets older, you start having all these after-school activities and homework and all that good stuff, carpool. And it just goes on and on. And the truth is we have less time for ourselves over that period. And that is for a lot of women, 
when the pounds start to creep on. Not only that, but for a lot of us, that's when our career has really gotten going and things are in full swing. And a lot of us have jobs where we are sitting, we're sedentary for hours and hours and hours of the day. And add to that, we're busy and we're stressed. And a lot of us struggle to make time for lunch during the day. And that means you're going to either skip lunch and then be starving later and overeat, or you're just going to grab the quickest thing available, which is vending machine snacks and fast food. Add to that, you're super stressed at work and stress increases cortisol levels. And when your cortisol is elevated, there's a hormone called ghrelin, which is the hunger hormone. And that also becomes elevated. So that causes you to eat more. So think of it as stress is your body interpreting a fight or flight. So it's like if you were being chased by a tiger your cortisol levels increase because that puts your body into alert mode, you know, high level. We need energy, we need glucose, and it spikes your hunger so that you can have more energy to fight or flee that tiger. And unfortunately, your body doesn't know the difference between work stress and actual fear between of needing to flee or fight. And when you are in that state for long periods of time, it messes with all of those hormones. And that causes you to eventually, unfortunately, store fat. And that adds to that midlife creep. Add to that, by the time you get home, often you are very tired. You may or may not be dealing with a child once you get home and your energy levels are low and it just creates not being motivated to get out there and exercise and to cook dinner. And then for a lot of us, Pile on the issue of stress eating (laughs) when we're stressed all day, when we have still so much to do when we get home in the evening, you are looking for something to help you deal with that stress. And a lot of us turn to food to help us out. Another reason that our bodies go through changes is that starting in your late 30s or 40s, your hormones start to shift. So your estrogen level starts dropping and your ovaries are making less and less estrogen. And what you may not realize is that fat cells produce estrogen. So that causes your body to start storing more fat in order to replace the estrogen that your ovaries aren't making. And a lot of times that is what settles around your midsection or your belly fat, which is the bane of so many women (laughs) 
including myself, the frustration of that belly fat accumulating around your middle. And the fourth reason for that creeping middle age spread is that your muscle mass starts declining at age 30. So (laughs) 30 isn't old by any means, but all of these facts kind of make it frustrating to even be thinking about (laughs) that everything starts declining at age 30. But the fact is lean muscle burns calories even when you're at rest, which basically is your metabolism. And the slower your metabolism, the fewer calories you're going to burn. So the less muscle mass you have, the fewer calories you're going to burn throughout the day, even when you're at rest, even when you're sleeping. So muscles actually burn calories when we're not doing anything. And as our muscle mass declines, that means we're burning fewer and fewer calories. And I bet a lot of you are experiencing this. I know I have, and that is, I'm not doing anything different. I'm still working out at the same level I used to. I am still eating the same way I always have. And yet some of the pounds are starting to creep on. If you've been struggling with weight gain, sluggishness, or changing metabolism, I have a free gift for you that is going to be a game changer. I want to offer you my free, no excuses, light and easy lunch guide to boost midlife metabolism. Inside this ebook, you'll not only get tons of simple and doable meal planning how-tos and tips, you'll get my favorite, quick, ridiculously delicious recipes, and you'll also receive my exact three-step formula to guide your food choices so you'll know exactly what to put on your plate. Boosting your energy and feeling lighter doesn't have to be hard. And I'm going to prove it to you with this free guide. You can get the instant download using the link below. It's only going to be available for a limited time. So be sure to grab it before it goes away. That is because of the decline in muscle mass. So if you aren't building more muscle, you're not going to be able to eat the way you did in your 20s and early 30s. So you could be doing all the same things, but unless you reduce calories or increase muscle mass, you're going to start gaining the weight. So that's the bad news of it all. Okay. But I don't want you to lose hope because there are a lot of things that you can do to reverse this, to stop that slow weight gain over the years. And the first thing is very simple. It's walking, get out there and walk because a walking burns calories, which is great. And another huge benefit is that walking lowers your cortisol levels. So as I was mentioning earlier, we're stressed all the time. Our cortisol is high and that is causing us to store fat. The good news is if you get out and walk, those levels immediately start going down. I know I a good walk just completely changes my mood. And you don't have to go for an hour long walk. Even a 10 minute walk will 
get that cortisol lowered and sort of break that fight or flight stress cycle. So it can be a huge difference in that metabolism. You want to try to get in total over a week, about 150 minutes of brisk walking or 75 minutes a week of a faster, more intense aerobic activity or jogging. And you don't have to do it all at once. It can be broken up into 10 minute increments throughout your day. That's something that I have been doing and I've been seeing great results. I take a break at least once midday, usually like right after lunch. And I do one lap around my block. I work from home. So I have the benefit of being able to go out and and walk in my neighborhood. I do one lap. It takes me seven minutes and it, and it's a thousand steps. So just doing that little bit clears my mind, brings my stress level down and gives me energy and motivation and that clear head to get back to work and be so much more effective and productive the rest of my day. And the next thing is strength training. When you are doing resistance training, aka lifting weights, you're building lean muscle mass and you are speeding up your metabolism. So as you're losing muscle mass, you know, which I mentioned before, starts around age 30, it peaks and starts declining. You need to be adding in some strength training so that you can maintain and build that muscle. So aim to do some type of strength training workout twice a week. Another easy, simple thing you can do is keep yourself hydrated. So many of us are walking around all day dehydrated. We're not getting enough water. We forget we're in the zone. We're at work. And if you can keep yourself hydrated, you're actually going to be less hungry throughout the day because thirst is often misinterpreted as hunger. And so you are going to eat fewer calories throughout the day as long as you keep yourself hydrated. And now when I say hydrated, I mean water or some herbal tea, not sugary beverages like soda or those fancy coffee drinks. Those are full of sugar and they're not giving you the hydration that you need. And that brings me to the next issue, which is sugar. (laughs) That's a huge one. You've got to decrease your sugar intake. And if you didn't hear my podcast a while back about how you can change your relationship with sugar and stop getting so much sugar in your diet, I did a two-part series. So if you want to go back and listen to those past two episodes, those are going to give you a lot of help on getting some of that sugar out of your diet. The fact is sugar immediately spikes your blood sugar. It immediately spikes your insulin. It leads to insulin resistance, which is type two diabetes. And not only that, all that blood sugar gets stored in your cells. And if you don't burn it off, it gets stored as fat. And guess where? right around your midsection. So so if you're experiencing added weight around your midsection, there is a really good chance that sugar is the culprit. 
Another thing is alcohol. And girl, trust me, I love my glass of wine. So this one's a hard pill for me to swallow. But alcohol is a very quick source of energy. And if you're drinking alcohol, you are not burning fat because your body is using that alcohol as sugar. And it's using that for your energy. And so all the fat that's in your fat cells is just sitting there waiting to get burned off at another time. And if you don't burn it off, guess what? It just sits there and it accumulates. So a good rule of thumb, oh, I know you don't want to hear this, is one to three drinks per week at most and absolutely no more than one drink per day. When I go to pour that glass of wine, I start thinking, all right, do I really want to undo the hard work that I've done today with eating well and with exercising and burning those calories? I really don't want to, it, it disrupts your metabolism. That's the fact. And if you just sort of think about it that way, it helps to be a little bit of a deterrent. Another big one that I see for a lot of people is not getting enough sleep. If you are getting less than seven hours of sleep per night, that is going to add to your weight gain. Here's why. Number one, you don't wake up feeling energized. You're going to be less active. That's the fact. If you go to work and you use up all your energy there, you're not going to exercise after work. And the other thing is, when you are tired, your body is looking for energy. And the quickest source of energy is food, and especially sugar and those simple carbohydrates like crackers and potato chips and french fries and bread and pasta and all that good stuff. So your brain is telling you, I need energy, I need energy. And the easiest way to get it is through food. So you're going to consume more calories throughout the day. The studies show that um, compared to people who get seven to nine hours of sleep at night, when you get less than that, you consume about 300 more calories a day. So it really can make a big difference. And the last one I want to mention is reducing stress. You have to find ways to reduce that stress. I mentioned walking earlier. That's a great one. Even just going outside and breathing some fresh air and getting grounded in nature, listening to the wind, listening to the birds, looking at the trees. That one is a super easy way. You can also take a minute to just do a quick deep breathing exercise. When you take big deep breaths, your stress level immediately goes down. Your heart rate slows, your blood pressure strokes, <laughs> your blood pressure slows and your cortisol levels go down. So you could do meditation, you could do yoga, you could do Tai Chi, journaling, just find a way that helps you reduce stress. And the other benefit is that when your stress is lower and your cortisol is lower, you're going to sleep better at night. So all these really play into each other and can add up to making a really big difference. So if you're experiencing that middle age creeping weight, 
These are some awesome tools that you can use to stop that from happening, stop it in its tracks, reverse it and go back to feeling good and loving your body and feeling strong and powerful instead of heavy and weighed down and sluggish. So I know that all these things are going to be super useful for you. And I'd love to hear which one you're going to try, which one is helping you, what kind of results are you seeing? Because I love hearing about your success stories. All right, that is my show for today. And I will see you again next week. Same place, same time again. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for being here. I'm honored that you've chosen to spend your time with me and allowed me to be part of your journey. If you like what you're hearing, remember to subscribe to the podcast and share it with anyone you think would benefit. I'll see you soon.